You're tuned in to the podcast that does the work for you. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-hosts as always, Jeremy Knight and Chris Wilson, and this is episode 8 of Get Spoiled, where today we'll be spoiling the feature film, Searching. I'm really happy to be here with you now. Uh, I'm I'm in a low point. I lost my fucking phone. That's it upsetting, dude. It's the yeah. worst. Why aren't you at yeah. the store buying a new one right now? Well, so I got a cast. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of also, a good answer. And you know me, I'm a fucking old school cab man. If I took Uber, yeah, I could dude. like contact the driver. I know I'm an asshole. Well, but you couldn't because you wouldn't have had your phone to know who your Uber was anyway. Yeah, but you can access your Uber account on the web browser. You can. Yep. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. Somebody sure else can. Yeah. yeah. I would have and a lot you of also, tools. And you also get an email summary of every part of the information for every trip that you make. That's true. Or you could just like call customer service and be like, "Yo, this is my name. Exactly. Where my phone yeah. at? I just took that's this cool. ride. Who's my car?" We could do well, it hold on, don't you, don't, don't you, isn't there like an Android equivalent of like find my phone or whatever? There is, you know, like and that, I, yeah. there is, but I don't have my GPS, I don't keep my location on, on my phone, ever, so. Okay, now I agree, you're an asshole. <laughs> I don't think I do either, I don't want to be tracked, except for yes, times like this. <laughs> Only the times like this, I never have a location on, ever, except when I'm driving and I need the maps. Okay. So I have well. that off, so find my phone, it can see that the phone is on. And it has 40% battery, and I can make it ring, even though it's on silent. I can make it do a five-minute Yeah, do ring. the alert thing, yeah. Yeah, but whoever this fucking phone is, whoever's got it, this dickhead ain't answering, so. Well, um, yeah. Fuck. It, could, is it could happen. Fine. It could happen. It could happen. It could. Um, but you shouldn't wait too long, because you probably have, like, banking and stuff that you don't want logged into. Yeah, well, basically, but your phone's password protected, right? Yeah, but still, what if there's a mad hacker who got in after you in the cab? Chances of that are pretty low. But then still. they need then they need to know my banking password. Yeah. Um, they could get into my Gmail. They could fire off work emails for me <laughs> if they wanted. Well, getting into your Gmail though is a bad is a really bad thing because yeah, if, right. because authentication like if you change your password, then the password change email goes to your email and then. If you can change those passwords, then you can get into all kinds of shit. Guys, you don't even it's... know that what you've just described is a key plot point of the film I'm going to recap. That's not a joke. <laughs> Should we uh, do a podcast? No. Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Fine. Um, but later, dudes. Bye. Um, what? Okay, so uh, what's been fun is that we have not yet even been told, Chris and I, what movie we're doing today. So... You didn't even spoil the movie we're going to spoil, which uh, is really exciting for us. Well, yeah, I... it's the opposite of spoil. It's like, don't tell anything about anything. The, it's... the podcast. It's Leops. Le- is that spoil backwards? Leops. Le- I'm working on it. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Come back with something after. We should, wor- yeah. we should workshop that offline. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was rough. Uh, I've decided to spoil the feature film Searching, which was a uh, Sundance winner of Sundance 2018. Yep, this is a John Cho joint. Uh, I've never... Okay, um, Chris, you can watch the trailer now? I Yeah, I mean, as is my want, I suppose I should. <laughs> I haven't even watched the trailer. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm watching it. What is this? There's a, the posters of a broken phone. I'm watching. Is, ooh. Yeah, Jeremy, it's going to speak to you. I, I yeah, this is thriller. resonating. Sam, this, this is your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, computers. Well, I, the interesting thing about tech, this tech. film is that the entire film is shown on screens. So either it's on his own laptop or it's or on, on FaceTime or on, or on TV. YouTube or exactly. on someone's phone screen. Yeah. I saw some security footage. There exactly. was like a gas station security camera or something yeah cctv quick time player windows so this is a very high concept uh picture yeah so actually got to see a q a after the screening on what day is it thursday and uh they said that it took two years to edit because they had to create all the things like all the fake facebook people and all the fake google searches and is everything oh, that would show up oh, on yeah. all the different things that were being looked at. They had to make it. They yeah. had to make those pages. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's crazy. Also, it's a Deborah Messing joint. <laughs> yes, it is. She's a cop. Messing's up in this? <laughs> yeah. She's a cop? She yeah. is all up in this. <laughs> so it was she cool. She is messing up in this. Because <laughs> it's actually a pretty traditional uh, missing person thriller, but presented through this unique gimmick which i thought is this going to get stale or is this going to sustain and be cool and it was so even though i'm going to spoil it for you i actually kind of feel guilty and recommend you still see it and you could still see it because it would still you be uh dazzled by the like tech capability of the movie yeah we could just look at all the fake facebook profiles they had to make and be like wow that's a cool fake name (laughs) great job guys what was that what was that movie kind of independent movie came out like a year ago or something with uh eric roberts daughter and nerve yes somehow this reminds me of that yeah kind of reminded me of that um i actually really liked nerve um i thought it was all right i watched it and i was like this is like kind of dumb but for some reason i don't hate it yeah well it was way better and less stupid than i expected it to be yeah, it was with what's his face, uh, little bro, um, baby, baby Franco, baby Franco. That's right, mini Franco, sweet baby Franco, <laughs> sweet baby Franco. <laughs> uh, so, your cinema going experience for this one, Samantha, was uh, a Q, was followed by a Q and A with the filmmaker. Was Cho there? Yeah, it was Cho, the producer slash co writer, and the director, other co writer. Amazing. No but, messing. But yeah. no, no messing up no in that messing. joint. No messing. No. Mm. No mess. No. Fast. God damn it, Deb. <laughs> messing was missing. Yep. Bleh. From the search. <laughs> Leops, guys. <laughs> messing in action. <laughs> Jeremy. Oh, that was good though. I got. I got. Sam, you're one for one. Jared's zero for two. <laughs> but I'm not afraid to shoot, and that's what every. That's team right. Needs. That's right. You're a shooter. You're I'm a, a shooter. shooter. Someday he's a shooter. Shooter. <laughs> shooter McGavin. 
I'm the J.R. Smith of this podcast. For our people that know sports, they'll get that reference. I'm going to have to Google that words, after. never spoken. Um, okay, so uh, Johnny Cho is a father and loses his daughter. Well, she goes missing. I shouldn't say he loses her. Yeah, that's, that's the long that's and short of it. Here. Yep. All so right. you get it. Or... So I guess I'm I'm out. <laughs> Does he find? <laughs> Film over. Where is she? Spoiler alert. Yes. Film over. <laughs> and Two this questions. has been episode eight of. <laughs> <laughs> Two quick questions. Where is she and does he find her? <laughs> uh, I'm going to work through the story and um, you're going to have to just find out for yourself through yeah, let listening spoil to this me. On her own terms. <laughs> Maybe she's just uh, in the basement or something. Just... Yeah, she just has the headphones on and she didn't hear him calling for her for many days. Okay. Uh, so, so, so you paid to watch this film? Hell no. Oh, it was on your movie pass? <laughs> no, it was just a special screening hosted by LACMA. But you didn't, and so you didn't have to pay because I was, you and LACMA are tight. I was you just invited, got an invite. yo, yeah. You were just uh, invited. Sorry, what's that acronym? It's the L.A. County Museum of Art. Okay, okay. I'm just going to get into this, and uh, like I said, you should still see this movie. So the opening sequence is a montage of the Kim family through the years, from the birth of young Margot Kim through her current being 15, just a mm-hmm. montage of the family just having, like, playful moments, a lot of piano lessons between mother and daughter, and then intermittently through some of these fun times, the mom has lymphoma, and so they document all of that. We see her emails with different results, good and bad. We see John Cho training her with, um, like, cancer workouts. She goes into remission. They're happy. She's back in the hospital. So it's ebbs and flows of her health being good and bad throughout the family, uh, having fun together. Ultimately, she dies. So that's the mm-hmm. opening sequence. Ooh. Heartbreaking. It was, yeah. It was raw. It's like the start of Up. That's exactly what the moderator asked. And they said, yes, they were inspired by it. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to tell you something right now. Have you not seen Up? No. Dude. Dude, you got to watch the first 20 minutes. You don't even have to watch the rest of the movie. Well, people really love that movie, and I haven't seen it. I don't know. It's just one of those things. It never happened, you know? Yeah. I, I'm that way with a number of the Pixar movies. I am not. Been, it's also everyone I know who's seen it, they're like, I wept the whole time. Like, I wept well, I during the beginning. I don't know if I'm in the mood to weep to an animated film <laughs> at this particular juncture. Why not? There's nothing yeah, better. Always, There's I'm nothing better the... than that. Well, I mean, my nothing. my hobbies don't overlap <laughs> with yours one to one, Samantha. <laughs> I do have other interests, but I see your point. And so, weeping would be one of the ones where you, that you don't share with Sam. <laughs> I mean, it's not Weep. cinematic it's not weeping. Not shared. Yeah, cinematic weeping, as in weeping on a cinematic scale. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one hobby. Number two, Grandiose searching for free weeping. parking. <laughs> Number three, Splenda packets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys really know me. That's uh, a rich and full life. <laughs> what a tapestry. <laughs> so, um, okay. so, so the mom dies. Mom That's dies. Sad. Now, cut to just non montage, reg style film, but again, through different screen type features so it starts off with dad texting the daughter um why didn't you take out the trash 
I keep telling you, it's your one chore. Eventually he FaceTimes her and she's at a study group and she's going to be there really late. He goes to bed and she calls, but he's asleep, misses the call. He wakes up the next morning and thinks that she's already gone for school, but sees the trash is still there. He gets hot to trot again and starts texting her again. And so we see the text on his computer screen, like uh, iMessage iCloud style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> she's not answering and he's annoyed about the trash, notices that her laptop and some of her books are still there, so he's getting, like, a little bit concerned, but just thinks she came home late, left early, whatever, she's a teen. And he wishes her luck on her big final, and he almost, he types in, Mom would be proud, but then he deletes that part and does not send it. Whoa, Um, that's... I'm already getting a little verklempt, I have to say. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's a touching film. Uh, Cho is a... Just sidebar... I feel like Cho has started doing more serious roles because he started out as a com- comic actor, right? Well, I first really got to know him as Harold. Me too. Is. And but I thought that he did other comedies. I don't really know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. No, I think definitely he, he turned up as uh, the the funny friend in a lot of movies early right. on. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. he a funny side friend in one of the American Pies? I feel like that yep. happened, yes. Yep. Anyway. Did he, he, did he yell MILF? Was he the MILF guy? He may have been. Yeah, I think he is. Or one of them. Maybe he's the one who's like, yeah, she is a MILF. He is. <laughs> I just looked him up on IMDb, and it says, American Pie, 1999. John, in quotations, MILF guy number two. <laughs> yeah, That's number two. MILF guy <laughs> number two. That's the credit. That's- Hello, my name is John, and I'll be auditioning for MILF guy number two. Uh, yes, please go ahead. MILF. By American Pie 2, he's just credited as John, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> what an upgrade. After the it came into his own. Yeah. Speaks for itself. Jeez, he's an American wedding? He was in the mall. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, there you go. So, so, so that's good. So so Rob, are we are we at this juncture and in general, are we feeling Cho in this role? I'm feeling Cho. I'm a fan, and he was great in this. Excellent I'm to hear. Also, I'm also feeling Cho. Please proceed. <laughs> so... She's still not getting back to him all day. He's getting a little more concerned. He has a Skype in with his work, so he's able to concentrate on her. We don't really know much about his work life. It doesn't really matter. They live in San Jose, so in Silicon Valley, so presumably something maybe techy, but it doesn't really matter for the rest of the movie. Um, then Information technology. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he remembers that she has piano on Fridays, and he scrolls up through past texts, like on previous Fridays saying like, Oh, like piano money is left for you. Have fun at your lesson. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like, Oh yeah, of course. Friday is her lesson, but he's still getting a little concerned. So he looks through the wife's old contacts. Cause they had one of the things in the montage was each of them had their own user setting on the say on the family shared computer. So he goes into her have their area. Own account. Yeah. So right, the mom's account is still, yeah. still there. Mm-hmm. And so he goes in and looks in the contact list, finds the piano teacher. This is just to showcase that he's really like dialed out of the daughter's life. He doesn't really know her anymore since the mom's death to the point where he doesn't even really know the piano teacher. But he finds mm-hmm. the info, calls, and the piano teacher says, I don't know what you're talking about. She hasn't been coming for six months. <gasps> oh, liar. Pants on fire. I'm intrigued by this film. I, okay. Margo. Uh, how long ago did the mom die? Do we know? Uh, about a year ago. Year, okay. 
All right. Uh, that's frustrating. Um, and I... he's been taking the money. He's been leaving the money on the counter every week, hundred bucks. Oh, man. As I mentioned before, I lost my phone, so um, I'm really taking this personally. It's like I'm, <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, I think this is really going to speak to you. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a daughter, and it would, it would be worse to lose a daughter. I'm, I'm not saying it wouldn't, but it's close. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> hey, your phone doesn't talk back to you. Your phone only talks good things back to you. And it gives lippy. me all the answers. Yeah. And gives me all the answers. Like, it knows everything. I'm sorry, you're talking about your phone? Yeah. Certainly not oh. my hypothetical daughter. She won't know everything. <laughs> well, nothing. Never lies. It never lies. Anyway, um, I, I'm really upset. R.I.P. your phone, by the way. No, it can come back. It can come back. Yeah, uh, sorry, I just spoke, spoke prematurely. Maybe it'll come back by the end of this podcast. That would be so Maybe. good if you got an alert while we were recording. Oh, my God. On what? On, he's on his computer, isn't he? Yeah. A computer alert. Alert. Yeah, email. Computer alert. Computer alert. <laughs> I found computer your alert. Colin. I found your, your phone. Gary. <laughs> Click here to receive your phone. You know, I once lost, not lost, my purse was stolen from Sneaky D's, and someone found my discarded wallet and found me on Facebook because of my name on my driver's license and my old address, and I got it back, some of the stuff. That's beautiful. See, and and that does happen, and, and I, I have to trust right. in that. I have to trust in that common humanity. I have to believe in the kindness of strangers. Ironically, yeah. I really wanted a new phone because it sucked, and I did get that back, so I didn't even get the, oh, I, it's gone. I need a new one. So I saw to stick it out for a while with the phone. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the Stop. trick, Jeremy. You have, to, you have to decide. You have to put it out into the universe, use the secret, mm -hmm. and say, I don't want my phone, and then the universe will be like, "Well, ha ha, here it is, your phone." Yeah, I don't. That's that. I will do that, but that's not the secret. The secret would be, my phone is here. It's in the dresser drawer, and then I'd open <laughs> the dresser drawer, secret. and it would just be there. <laughs> that's the secret. Yeah, like I didn't leave the it in the cab. It was always here. The law yeah. of attraction. The law of attraction. What you're doing is it, it would be sort of like a a mental reverse psychology where it's like, oh, I've written it off. I live in a world where that phone is gone, and then it returns to you. It would be like an open secret. Yeah, an open secret. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, I'm sorry, your phone. Um, my phone hey, is listeners, gone. Listeners, if anyone has Jeremy's phone, please <laughs> um, send him a computer alert immediately. Hit me up on my computer. I, I, you have to hit me up on my computer because I don't have a phone. <laughs> Please access his computer and uh, upload him um, a status alert. Status alert on my again. That will be on my computer, not my phone. Yeah, ping him, ping, ping, and bing him on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Um, okay. I was on Bing recently. Uh, I won't explain why. I won't explain why. Why the hell were you on Bing? I'm not going to get into it. But uh, <laughs> I love my point. The larger point is that this premise, the way that he is trapped, like all that this guy has to use are his like computer tools, his screens, his phone and whatever else. Like it, it's very um, powerful because I don't know. That's all we have. That's all I have to try to find my lost phone right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's a great, life. it's life. It's what a great you need premise. is you're going to need the Deborah Messing figure who's not in the film yet, but you'll see. 
So you need Ooh, that. Is she a hacker? She's the cop. Uh, Maybe she'll find my phone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. So <laughs> now he realizes, okay, she's not at the lesson. Where the hell is she? He talks to his pothead brother on FaceTime, and he gets up in his face because he sees, like, a huge jar of reefer on the brother's counter. So they get into that a little bit. And the brother says, <clears throat> like, what's the big deal? Why that's you not just... the issue right now. Yeah. And also, yeah. like, just try and call some of her friends or just her classmates or whatever and just try to check in. Maybe her phone's dead. And he's like, I don't know any there of her friends. Well, it sounds like the pothead brother has more ideas than <laughs> Cho Deadbeat Dan has. Yeah. I'm sorry, Cho. You're probably still mourning your wife. I think he's got troubles. Yeah. <laughs> They've just, uh, they haven't been able to connect since the mom died. Right. You know, it's, it's fully understandable, but now he's in a bit of a pickle, and I don't think he should just, you know, take it out on his pothead brother just because he enjoys a, a reefer cigarette every once in a while. Yeah, he's not hurting anybody. Anyhow, he goes into the mom's account again, and he finds a list of classmates, and she had, like, a super detailed list of, like, classmate from science fair, uh, like camp buddy plays a violin, allergic to peanuts, like super detailed information on any, everyone. Wow. And... So she has a she has a deadbeat dad and a helicopter mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder she ran away. <laughs> so he finds the classmate Isaac, and the note is like best friend from childhood. So he calls the mom. Well, he tries to call the kid, gets the mom, and the mom, who was dear friends with Pam, that's uh, dead Mrs. Cho. Yep. She says, oh, I'm so sorry I haven't seen you since it all happened, but don't you know um, they all went camping together after school? It's like, oh, yeah, totally. I knew that. Haha. <laughs> um, I just can't get through. She's like, oh, yeah, none of us can get through. There's no reception wherever the campground is. But if I hear from my son and you haven't heard from her yet, I'll tell him to get Margot to call you. He says Who, thank two you. Two questions. Yeah. Two questions. Uh uh, is it a weekend? Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. Okay. And did she did she just mention her son's name? This is a mixed boy-girl camp? Yeah, it's just a teens gone wild weekend getaway. Yeah, what? That sounds like, racy. I'm sorry. These She's 15 or 16. Yeah. yeah. These 60-year-olds went camping on their own? Who's the adult that went with them? I, it seems to be none. The mom is a very cavalier about it. They grew up so fast these days. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, I was flummoxed by it. I'm like, what do you mean they just want to know weekend getaway, co-ed? Can you imagine? Good oh. God. My parents wouldn't let me do that. And Nope. They let me do a lot. Basically, they didn't care what I did. But that would even that, they would have been like, um, excuse me? <laughs> Mom, uh, I'm going camping. Uh, where I'm going, I will only be with other people my age. I'm 16. Also, <laughs> you won't be able to reach me by phones. <laughs> Also, there'll be a lot of girls there. You also won't be able to reach them on their phones. No. You can call their parents if you want, and they'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> but no, maybe you'll get a, like a dinner numbers. date out of it. Yeah. <laughs> See you in three days. Maybe. But maybe, but probably not. <laughs> can you get the stuff I like from the grocery store when you go shopping this weekend? Because I'm going to be hungry when I get home. <laughs> yeah. I like you put your own little twist on it, Sam. I feel like that was a personal anecdote. <laughs> Sam's thinking ahead about, what am I going to eat when I get back from the camp? Because I don't like meat foods, and that's mostly what you're going to get in a camp situation. Yeah, so you're oh, going right, to be jonesing yeah. for something good. All I yeah. would have had that weekend is chips, which is fine. Yeah. 
Maybe some what s'mores. About a s'more? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Chips and a s'more. And cigarettes, because you're teens doing <laughs> bad shit. Furtive cigarette smoking. And Mike's cooler <laughs> lemonades. Oh yeah. Oh. Mike's yeah. hard. <laughs> Let's get hard. <laughs> Was that their tagline? No, I just made it up. It I'm, should be their tagline. It should. They should come back with that now. I think. Maybe. I mean. Maybe it's their tagline. I. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get hard. Shout, shout out, Mike. No, it should be their comeback. Should be still hard. Oh. That's oh. Good. <laughs> Mike, right? Mike, period, <laughs> still hard, period. <laughs> that Don't is really good get stuff, up. guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is an ad for an alcoholic lemonade? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it's very Mike, tangy. if you're listening, hit us up. This is this is a sponsorship opportunity. We basically just did your whole new campaign, so you owe us several monies. <laughs> we are copyrighted. Contact Jeremy uh, on his computer Bing alert. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Mike, period, still hard, period, drink it. That's just our first idea. There's a million more where those came from. Call me. <laughs> Bing me. No, alert me. <laughs> I'm getting a little teary with these chuckles. I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, teary McChuckles. <laughs> so Marco, Marco Cho is camping. Marco Kim, yeah. Marco Kim is camping. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. John Cho, he's pissed, but he's like, okay, at least I came to some answer. He goes to bed. The next morning, Isaac, the friend, calls and says, uh, my mom said that you wanted to get through to me. Uh, Margo never came. She never responded. And I didn't see her after school. I don't know what happened. And he's like, well, why did you not wait for her? Aren't you guys friends? He's like, Kind of, not really. It's more like my mom suggested I invite her because she was friends with her mom. So he's starting to learn that the life he perceived of her is not true at all. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And, and he, this is this is Saturday morning now. Yeah, Saturday morning. He realizes yep. that so she's she been doesn't missing have, for like a day and a half. He last hmm. saw her on the Facetime Thursday night at study group. And. Allegedly, at study group. Yeah. And sorry, did you say that? Did he contact her school? They marked her as absent. So he did. Okay. Yeah, I don't. On Friday. On Friday. Yeah. So he realizes that she doesn't have the friends that he thought. He contacts the brother again, and the brother says, "Like it's not a big deal. Kids get into this. Remember when I snuck out and I like went to LA to see the Finns game." And I was gone for like 24 hours, and I only told you. I never told mom and dad. She could just be doing something adventurous, like all teens do, like try not to get too worked up. Yeah, but look at this guy. He's, look how he turned out. He's got a huge jar of reefer. <laughs> like a huge on his jar. FaceTime, yeah. and it, right on his FaceTime image. Um, also, all the other parents are under the impression that the group of overall teens are camping. So if she's off doing something else, she would have had to set up that whole cascade of lies across her friend group. Seems, well, they never said know. she was going. The mom of Isaac just assumed she was. Oh, I see. So yeah. maybe it's just like a coincidence and an assumption on Isaac's exactly. mom's yeah, part. Yeah, like the camping trip happened. She just didn't join. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't invited. That's right. But it's a good lie because it's a half truth. There is a camping trip. Right. right. It's a great. Maybe, it's a great lie. Maybe it turns out it was a boys' camping trip. Boys only. Maybe. Boys only. 
But boys okay, club. so at this point, I he does it. call the cops. Playing with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one other question. What's a Finns game? I don't know. It's a team. Is, is that like no, a fake isn't. sports fake sports team so that they don't have to get the rights to use a real one? Yes, Weird. because it will be referred to again later. So it has, it's a, some Or maybe that's game. what they call the San, San Jose, Jose Sharks, Sharks in, in like a slangy way. I don't think so. They the show Fins. the logo. So yeah. it's and the Finns. Maybe it's a like a... Uh, like a local, like a lower level team, like a triple A team or something. Silicon Valley lacrosse team. <laughs> okay, okay, so, so he, he, at this point, he does call the cops. Deborah Messing, um, Detective Rosemary Vick, is assigned to the case. She contacts him, and while they're on the phone, he starts Googling her. So we see the image <clears throat> search of Google, and he sees that she's highly decorated. There's an article of her doing philanthropic work with ex-cons where they do like community cleanup stuff and he's sold. He thinks that she looks the part and will be an aggressive cop for this case. She's, uh, what, what would he do otherwise? A request a new one? I don't know. We just, this is what he's doing in the meantime of their call. So we have to look at something. That's true. Uh, yeah. Cause of this gimmick. Um, so she says, I'm going to go do some legwork in the meantime, anything you can tell about Margot would be helpful, even if you don't think it's important, just like anything to flesh out the information about her and her interests and people in her life would all go towards helping the case. So this is where he gets all the passwords through the, like, forgot password goes back to the Gmail thing. So... Mm -hmm. One of her forget password things goes to the mom's old email, which he has the login for. And through that, he's able to spiral all sorts of forget passwords and get everything open. Facebook, Instagram, her email, everything. See how easy it is? Yeah. Jesus. Just even, even, a, even, a, even a cho dad can just open up your whole online life. Baking, I'm, everything. I'm just like curled up in the fetal position now <laughs> thinking about my lost phone guys i'm barely hanging on but he had to know the mom's password he needed some information to get the ball rolling that's true he needed her email password yeah mean? yeah which he did know hmm. okay whoever has my phone probably doesn't know that Correct. about me but we've already asked them to bing you to return it so <laughs> that's true yeah taken care of check <laughs> Whew, okay on. I got worried for a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he starts making a spreadsheet. It's super elaborate. He goes through all the people that seem to be engaging with her on Facebook and then cross-references that those names with her contact list and the mom's contact list and just makes like a master wow. file of everyone and he's calling them all, FaceTiming them all, and he finds out from the study group girl that she was there, but she left at 9 p.m. And... He said, was she acting weird? And she's like, I don't really know. We weren't that close. And he says, and why, that, why was she part of your study group? She's like, because she's good at school. And I want to get into it in college. Reason. Yeah. But she doesn't really have close friends. She says people yeah. in her life through, uh, because of other skills, not actual she friendship. She doesn't seem, this is the conclusion that he's reaching. She doesn't seem to have close friends. Yes. None yep. of the people that he contacts really have anything personal to report other than, like, I saw her at this time or, like, we had this class together, that kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe she's living, like, a double life or something. She clearly is. She's she's lied about going to piano class for the last six months, which she hasn't done. She's We know she's lied about the relationship she has with these friends. 
She's but to me, that means that trip. she... She didn't lie about the camping that... trip. He just got the information, misinformation from the other mom. Right. Right. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, but what I was, what I kind of meant was, like, maybe she does have close friends. It's just other people that we don't know about. You know, if she's, like, spending all this time doing other things, presumably... Maybe not, but presumably she's doing it with someone else. Yep. Well, we're going to find out through this journey. Um, Wait, are you going to spoil this movie? <laughs> I could stop and just leave you hanging. I real think real blue balls really of spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I like, where Chris is, I like where Chris is going with this. I don't think I need Detective Deborah Messing. <laughs> I've got Detective, Detective Vic. i got Detective no Wilson right here. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I love a good spreadsheet. Yeah, it's super elaborate. He starts filling in all the annotations that the kids report back. Meanwhile, Deborah Messing calls in and says that the car was found through GPS. Its last known location was the certain intersection veering off toward a freeway that leads out of town. So he, like, uh, pins that on maps, saves that. Um, That's the car's last known location. Yeah. And then the GPS tracker went off or something? Yeah. Okay. Is it like a built-in GPS in the car? Yeah. 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 Huh. Okay. Her Most OnStar. Her car, yeah. Yeah, her OnStar. Most new cars have that, I think. A lot of them do, yeah, I think. Uh, my uh, car's what old. What the hell I do I know? I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do. cars in recent times. My car is a CD player, so it's I don't ever disc. use it, but it has it, so I've got that. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sweet. Congrats, bro. Thanks. Uh, air conditioning. Just, oh, oh. I mean, Jesus. deluxe. This is a Cadillac. <laughs> it's E-Honda. <laughs> yeah, you guys have ridden. Yeah, I've, I've ridden E-Honda. E I have shotgunned an E-Honda. What of it? <laughs> You're a lucky man. No. Um, okay, so on Instagram, he sees there was a certain guy who was posting provocative comments about her appearance and just getting a little sassy. Um he is able to figure out the guy's real name and then he searches for the guy on a fine contact site and he ends up paying for the full report. You know, you can get that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like pay 50 yeah. bucks and we'll tell you like all their details. So he does that. He gets the report and he calls the guy who's very lippy. He's another teen of the local area. And the guy's like, I don't have to tell you where I am, where I was. It's none of your business. And then we see True. Cho inputting on the spreadsheet, Bieber concert confirmed so he did get it out of him but that's what he didn't want to confess that he that he went to a bieber concert yeah and that's where he was thursday night when she went missing okay How did he confirm that they don't show but i assume through the guy's pictures yep oh okay okay so oh okay all right bieber yeah <clears throat> john chose that... john Cho is smart yeah he really digs deep yeah um, How does Bieber play into all of this other than having a concert? <laughs> Sadly, no more than just that reference. All right, really? fair. Yeah. How was the, the show? Was just, was just <laughs> Great, on a show. obviously. Presumably I, excellent. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I know how the show was. It was amazing. Yeah. Life-changing. <laughs> a lot of strobe lights, a lot of hits. A lot of, a lot of tattoos, a lot a of, lot uh, of teens. pelvic thrusting. Yeah. yeah. Vigorous. Yeah. Not a lot of vocals. <laughs> Minimal vocals. <laughs> More, more thrusting than vocals. <laughs> a lot of pointing at the heavens and thanking the Lord. Yep. For yep. sure. 
Do you think he still sings "Baby" yes. at concerts? Yes, I I have to believe that he does. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Back to the movie. Yeah. So, um, okay. Then he finds, and I don't think this is a real website, but it's probably a real thing where people just like log in and start live uh, vlogging in a community, kind of like a message board, but vlogging style. So you can be live, live streaming video, video of yourself and then people can comment on t- with typing messages. That, that exists. Yeah. yeah. This one just seemed like a like fake branded version of that. Okay. I see. <clears throat> sure. And so she was doing that and she, he can go to her saved videos and he goes through all of them. And most of them are just her kind of being like sad and like pensive and like angsty teen, like at home. And he notices that there's a frequent commenter named fish and chips. That's the username. Interesting. Let's put that in the spreadsheet. Yep. And he reads a lot of the messages and sees that they bonded over both having a parent with cancer. Mom's Mrs. Cho, Mrs. Kim is dead, but fish and chips. Mom is in the hospital with cancer. And um, she says, fish and chips says that she's 20 and trying to go to college, but struggling with bills because the medical bills are mounting and she can't pay for her tuition. And, She's waitressing and trying to make ends meet, and eventually her dad says that she has to quit college. So it's just a bit of a sad story that they're bonding over the shared experience. And Fish and Chips' picture is a young, red-haired woman in her user picture. Um, I feel like it's not actually a young, red-haired woman. No, that story was... That story was phony baloney. Fishy, <laughs> you might say. <laughs> I'm also over one. <laughs> Leops. <laughs> oh, yeesh. Uh, so he reports all that to Deborah Messing, and she gets in contact with who she discovers Fish and Chips' identity was, and confirms that Fish and Chips was waitressing in Pittsburgh, and confirms that with the boss at the restaurant. So she is taken off the running as a candidate, as a suspect, or anyone with any information. Okay. We don't learn her real name, and it's not important. We do not. We just know that Messing has cleared fish and chips from the situation. Got it. Um, She then tells, Deborah Messing then tells him a story of her own son, that he got a little schemey when he was a kid, and he tried to do a fake fundraiser for, like, parents who are cops, but really he was just pocketing the money, and they got into it with the neighbors, and she's like, it's, you know, it's just, like, youths being youths. It's not your fault that you didn't know her the way you thought you did. That's just how parents and teens are, so don't beat yourself up. I mean... That's nice. It's not <laughs> totally wrong. I, yeah. It's a nice sentiment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's still got a missing daughter, but yeah. 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 What can you say? Yeah. So he then, during all this, he's gone into Margot's Bank of America account, and he sees that she's been depositing the $100 every week, the piano $100 every week, very steadily, mm. and eventually send a $2,500 Venmo. Again, he reports that to Deborah Messing, and she said, and the Venmo person, when he tries to click on, is deactivated, so he can't get any further contact or information of the user, and it's not like a real name. It's just like Venmo eight six nine or whatever. Well, wasn't there? Isn't there always like a description with Venmo? Like, don't, don't you always pick like an emoji or something? Yeah, it has an emoji. Like, it's like a thumbs up. It's like there's oh, so nothing it's gen- to glean. Yeah. 
It's not uh, like a fish and chips. No, something. no. It's like a peace sign or, or something. Like nothing useful. Okay. Um, okay. And, and this, and this, I don't even know what Venmo is, but I, I assume it's, it's like money transfer. It's like yeah. a peer-to-peer payment thing. It's like PayPal or whatever, but like okay. for sending people money. Okay. And so for basically for buying drugs, got it, got it. No, I use it now, all the time. Like, for example, if yeah, I go. Yeah, sure you do. Sure you okay, do. Okay. Let's say I go out for dinner with a group and exactly. someone picks up the tab the and then we say, okay, everyone share is whatever. And then Venmo in. Uh, drugs. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to learn about it. <laughs> and everyone's on drugs. But <laughs> my, my real question was Deborah Messing looks into the owner of the credited account and there's no name link to it well this no this is what he can see when he's tracking oh. the activity from margo's account and he reports the information oh. to deborah messing and then she contacts venmo and then tells him that it was her own secondary identity so it was from oh. margo to margo she had another account yeah. another account so and she transferred money away from her bank and to another Venmo, which is presumably connected to some other bank or something. Yeah, that's the theory. And she also finds a fake ID, driver's license of Marco with a fake name. She's like, I hate to tell you, but this is now looking like a runaway situation. And she was just like stockpiling money to finance the runaway. Was she is finds this, a fake, is this ID? fake ID? Is this fake ID with an older age on it, like an earlier date of birth? Um, they didn't really specify, and I couldn't see. It was a fake name, okay. and she says like she found um like a local maker of things and like found it, got the information from him. What so, was the fake ID? Like the guy yeah. made the fake ID? Yeah, right. Because uh-huh. when you say she has a fake ID, you mean she has a physical ID card? She's a license or whatever? Yes. Yeah, fake ID is fake. And Deborah Messing discovers that because she speaks to the man that made it for her. Yeah, but we're not seeing any of what Deborah Messing is doing because we're only seeing, right. like, the yeah. Cho side of the conversation. So, yeah, that's where she okay. reports to him. Okay. Good detective. <laughs> uh, but John Cho's like, there's no way. Like, maybe I don't know everything about my daughter. Around. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, half points. Half points. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, my daughter wouldn't run away. That's just not her. I don't know everything about her, but I know that. Like, I'm not, I'll never believe that. Um, He goes back to the casting thing website, and he sees a video of her mourning the mom. It's the mom's birthday, would have been her birthday. And he comes into her room, and the video's still going, and it seems like maybe he's going to bring it up, but then he gets, like, super awkward. I mean, John Cho. He's like, Mm -hmm. um, tonight, you know, I know today is, um... Uh, the voice elimination day, so we're still going to watch together, right? And, like, he just can't, like, connect with her about the mourning and the grieving. God. Goddamn. And Oof. he's, yeah, I mean, he is moved and very regretful when he sees that video. Hard, hard to watch that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he goes through some more videos, and he notices there's a lake, and he remembers seeing it somewhere else and he goes to her tumblr matches it to another lake or another picture same lake uh, and the, the caption was like best place to like lose yourself in thought something like that um he maps it and he sees that it's really near the pinned map of her last car location Ooh. concludes she must have gone there to just be at peace mm-hmm. chill like wow, she has in like... the previous videos He's like lapping, messing on this stuff. He's he's rocketing forward. Yeah, yeah. He's a top-notch investigator. 
Yeah. Um, so he goes no. there. Yeah. You have a question? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm on the case. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> I mean, mostly Cho, but yeah, all of us. Yeah. So he rushes there. He calls Deborah Messing, and it's the middle of the night, but she joins him. They realize that the car has been, they dredge the lake, realize the car has been driven into it. They are able to, uh, like, rig it to cables and drag it back out of the lake, but there's no body. How? Okay, wait. All right. Like, I have not immediately. Like, they send in a team for it. Oh, so they call for backup and they bring out like a like a car with a winch or a like a tow truck. Thing yeah, and or like whatever. this part we're seeing on the news, like uh, like missing teen may have been discovered. Uh, local. Oh, so they call in like divers teen. and stuff. Exactly. And... Yeah. Okay. So All yeah, right. because you said that um, the the gimmick of this movie is everything you see is on a screen. You like don't see the, the things happening the way they do. You just see the within the screen. like within the diegetic reality of the of the movie you see everything right. on a screen so when he drove out there and met up with deborah messing how was that shown to us he had his phone on his dash and was trying to facetime her they thought of everything yeah i love this movie <laughs> yeah. okay and oh and sorry second question how did they um how did they know that was there just clear tire tracks leading into the lake like how did they know that she we didn't really the, see like, that because of exactly why your question there's yep. no like screen time of that but yeah like presumably tire tracks or like some sort of yep. like rock being messed up or something but yeah mm -hmm. they can okay. see and it's not a yep. huge lake um so yeah the news is showing that this dredging is happening the body is not there but the wad of $2,500 is there found in the car Ooh. and Ooh. some blood on the passenger side so now, Pass not the driver's side. Passenger side, yeah. So it's looking like there's been an incident, and maybe it's not a runaway, but definitely like something bad went down. And but bodies. that is all. Nobody, awful. and there's probably a passenger who was in the car, and the money is still there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Poof. it's not looking good. He, he hasn't found his daughter, and there's blood. But on the plus side, he's up twenty five hundred. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Small well, victories. actually, that's his, yeah. that's his piano money. He's not up. He just got it back. But he thought it was gone. It, it, for him, he'd, he'd written that off as an expense. So he's true. He should, en he should enter that into his spreadsheet. 25 <laughs> plus 2,500. I think he should. I think he should have a budget tab on that on that macro. 25 hundo. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. What happens next? So he's looking through his emails, and he gets a lot of uh, condolence and best wishes emails, including from a memorial streaming site that offers its services. It's like, if you now this is getting a lot of attention. If you want to host a memorial for your daughter, we can live stream it through our services. Please choose us. We're so sorry. And he's like, she's not dead. Yeah, so that's he types disgusting. Back. She's been missing three days. Settle down, memorial yeah. service. Um, yeah, cool your jets, guys. Yeah. Jesus. So, meanwhile, they start a search of the woods perimeter, the lake perimeter of the woods, except for a couple sectors that Deborah Messing marks off on the map, saying, like, these have been pre-cleared, um, so focus on these sectors, we'll all, like, divvy it up. So, day one, everyone goes what? out. What? Why would she just... Yeah, what? Do we just take that at face value yeah. for some reason? She says something okay. and it made sense. Um, don't right. look here. I already looked there. I was yeah. looking. I was working another missing girl case last week. Yeah, definitely there no don't missing, look there. Don't look there. I looked there. There were no missing girls there. Not your daughter or any others. So <laughs> we don't have to look there. Do not look there at any 
in any way. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, so day one, Cho's there, the brother is there, a bunch of people from the community are there, but nothing turns up. They get about halfway through all the sectors. Day two, there's a huge storm delaying everything. And how do we see they have this? Like a, they have like a base camp set up there? Not, well, we don't really see that. We okay. the, we see the storm news just on the news. Gotcha. And uh, at first, Cho said he gives a plea to the news, saying like, "Please help on day two. And then cut to the next day's news: storm delays everything. Yep. Um, back to all the different things that are happening on her Facebooks and stuff. All these memorial pages and Reddits and theories and trolls and just like everything good and bad that the internet can do in such a situation comes up and he's looking through everything. There are theories on like, oh, the dad definitely did it. Um, like this is wasting taxpayer money. She's clearly a runaway. Just like all these different things and some positive, some negative. Um, and all the kids that had previously dismissed her as not really a friend are now taking ownership of the friendship. Like, the study group girls, like, she was my best friend. Like, they're just attention whoring. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yep. As would be the case in real life. Yeah, of course. It's pretty realistic. And, uh, one of the Facebook pages, the Bieber guy, he says, like, nah, nah, man, it's all good. Like, she's just with me. And... Cho clicks onto him and sees what his most recent check-in is, and which was like minutes ago, and he's at a movie theater. Cho rolls up to the movie theater, and they get into it, and he beats the hell out of him, which we see on like passers-by phone video. video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cho beats the hell out of him. Of the Bieber guy, yeah. This well, is why you kinda, keep your... Kind of had this it coming. Is... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Although this... he's a child, probably. <laughs> yeah, he's a teen. <laughs> is he's he a, a teen? minor? Yeah, he's a teen. Oh, that's not good. I, I thought he was an older, like, pedo kind of creep. No, no, he's just a, like, a lippy teen. He's oh. a pure of heart Bieber fan <laughs> yeah. with a with a lip, with a little bit of a problem, a yeah. lippy problem. Yeah. Yeah. Which is every teen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so John Cho, I think be- I do. John Cho beats up a teen. Yeah. An, a minor. He yeah. assaults a minor. Um, <laughs> he assaults a minor. Puts that in his spreadsheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he's up twenty five hundo, but he's probably going to need to use that for legal fees. <laughs> and a technical question, and this is why I, we talked about this earlier. This is why I keep my location on my phone off all the time, um, although it's really not serving me well right now. But is that how mm-hmm. he knew where he was? He checked in, like what he said. I'm at the movie theater. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Like like Facebook check ins. So and so is at blah blah cinemas and then it shows it people do that on facebook all the time really do they do you (laughs) it does it happen automatically or do you have to pull your phone no it's like a type of post it's a type of post that's sometimes sometimes people will accompany it with a text post or a photo also if you part of doing a status update but like it's a like a feature of a status you can do a standalone check-in that's just like a check-in if you want to but also like if you tag, like if you're posting something on Instagram, a lot of time you'll pick the name of the business, the restaurant that you're at. It's also kind of a check-in, right? Exactly. What a weird world we live in, guys. <laughs> I know everybody listening, and obviously you two know all about this. I don't. I don't know. Like, I, I don't personally know don't check in because I think that's like a bridge too far of me telling the world what I'm doing, even though it, I post pretty prolifically in general. It's it's. 
yeah, it's that's something to do. Ooh. Like that's uh, too far for me. I can't. I can't go I, there. I like your that's post fair. game, Sam. You're, Thanks. You, you post. It's a strong game. It's a strong game. Yeah. I think Jeremy, the problem is that your Bing game is strong, but everything else is like lagging it's significantly. It's true. Like when I'm, on, I check in on Bing, but nobody knows. But nobody else. Nobody's it. there. You're like guys. Like no I'm one came, but I checked in. Like why bigging. didn't you guys join me? Why aren't you big? Or at least big me back. Like, <laughs> say have fun at that movie. You want to just sit at? here binging myself all day long? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so glad um, Margot didn't use Bing because they <laughs> never found her. <laughs> I mean, who knows if they do? Let's find out. Yeah, that's, that's true. Has, has he checked Bing yet? I don't think he has. <laughs> Bing is not seen in this film, unfortunately. A lot of other nope. websites are. But he yeah, considered it that, and he was bad. like, why the hell would I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a waste of my time. Yeah. He deletes yeah. the column in his spreadsheet. He's like, bing, now nah, forget it. it. <laughs> Delete. Uh, okay, uh, so he goes back into all the Reddit and all those things. <laughs> Storm has delayed everything. Yeah, so in the movie theater thing happened. So now he's back from the articles and all the okay. Reddits and everything that I mentioned before. And there's a catalog. It's like, see all the pictures from the dredged car. He clicks onto that and he's clicking through all the pictures and all the items are numbered like police evidence style. Um, and he notices that there's a sweatshirt with the Finns logo on it. And uh, presumably she has never been a fan of this fake team. And yeah. But that gets him thinking. And then he goes through all the text exchanges between Margot and his brother, Peter, the potted brother. And he sees all mm -hmm. these references to, like, that was weird last night. Um, should we do it again sometime? Like, but don't tell your dad. Like, he'd kill me if you ever found out. And this is going back weeks. This is happening multiple Whoa. times. So the mind reels. And uh, I'm sure you can imagine that he's picturing some pretty gross stuff. Um, yep. He gets all fired up. He searches for a local, uh, like a radio shack, and he then stops by the brother's house, and we see him rigging up all the surveillance stuff around the brother's house that is synced to his computer in his car, in Cho's car. And okay. So, because he wants to get the brother's confession on tape, but really, this is just the vehicle for the screen thing to still be working. Yep. Yep. Right, right. Smart, but, you know. Yeah, it works. Works contextually was, like, also. This is the one yep. that was like the most, the like biggest stretch. Right. And okay. even that, it's not too out of bounds. Um, so he accuses the brother. He starts reciting the text, and he's like, "What the hell did you do? What did you do to my daughter? What was happening between you?" And the brother's like, "Just let me explain." And Cho starts to beat him up, and the brother's like, "It was weed. It was weed. Like we were getting high." Uh. And yeah. He's like, yeah, you I just mean, accused me of something unspeakable. Like, what kind of brother are you? And he's like, what kind of brother are you? You're getting high with my daughter. And he's like, she just needed it to unwind. Like, she's still in grief. She quit piano because it makes her think of the mom who was her first teacher. And, like, you don't get anything about her, Cho. Ho, ho. Yep, yep. That all jives. Cho, Cho is just laying down the beatings. <laughs> yeah. It's very physical. Um, okay. While he's at the brother's house, 
messing calls and says we got a confession and we see through the surveillance stuff that he rings his brothers that he just like falls to the floor crying while on the phone with messing so we figure it's been bad news um and then we see another news report saying that a sex offender who had recently been released from jail um made a video confession of taking Margot and then took his own life so we see a bit of the video, and he's just like, I'm so sorry, I'm so, like, it's very vague, but he's like, I'm so sorry, I did this to this girl, and I'm a bad person, I thought I'd, re like, just stuff like that. And then... Okay, but this is obviously not her. <clears throat> we don't know. You don't know. Well, you don't know. that's what I'm calling it. Well, there's no body still, there's just the confession. Right. Messing holds a press conference that the case is now considered concluded and that based on the confession and DNA evidence of the guy who confessed being at the lake, they have determined that he pushed her over a cliff or into the lake and she's, whatever he confessed is true. They've con like confirmed it through physical evidence. How did they get the DNA from the lake? Lakeside. Where? Like lake what vicinity. So he was at the lake. Yeah. And, what, what, sorry, one other question regarding DNA. The blood on the passenger seat, did they do DNA testing on that? Not there yet. Okay. I don't understand where they got DNA. Were they just taking samples of just, DNA off trees? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, it was a super like in the, in lax report. <laughs> what? They just they took some water out of the lake, and they were like, this lake well, water has this, is, this man's DNA this in coming. it. It's going to make maybe sense. We're gonna... Trust okay. me. I'm not messing okay. it up. I'm not okay. messing up this. I'm <laughs> hey... <laughs> I'm sure you were just as confused as we are at this yes. point. So okay. Cho goes ahead and does hire that memorial streaming thing that okay. offered him an email. And the day that it's supposed to happen, so even though there's no body, he's going to do this, you know, to honor her memory video thing. But it would happen, like, at a facility, but then be broadcast through their streaming services. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the day is supposed to happen. He goes to the website and... He, he sees on a page that he never noticed before that the promo image for the website is the same girl as Fish and Chips. The promo image? Oh, I see, like on the login page or something. Yeah. Okay. Fish and Chips, the Pittsburgh waitress. Yes. Redhead. Whose mother has cancer. Yes. Mm hmm so he saves the picture and does a reverse Google search of the image and discovers that she is a top stock footage model. Oh, uh -huh. I see. So like I said, it's not a redheaded woman. No. Yeah. He's able She's to a find stock her. photo model, right? Yeah. Okay. So All he's right. able to find out her real identity and he calls the model and he's like, what the hell? Uh, he calls, oh, okay. Yeah, he calls Sorry. the real model. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. If you want to talk to my agent about, like, a gig, like, I don't deal with my own uh, jobs this way. And he's like, no, no, I'm not calling you about a job. I'm calling you about my daughter. Didn't you talk to Detective Deborah Messing, Rosemary Vick? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, because Vick gave him was this information. Used... Yeah. Vick That's was the also... source of the info. Yes. Vick was the source. <laughs> Vick was the source. Yep. Calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> Okay. Um, but, uh, but why would you call a stock photo model and it like isn't it clear that she's a stock photo model and that whatever people do with her stock photo is just that's He's what stock photos straight. are for yes, but, but, right. but he, and he also was told by a detective 
right. that this woman is real and looks like that, like this was vetted through a detective. Wouldn't the detective have? Yeah, uh, he thinks he's like so. What like your waitress on the side of your stock model? He, he thinks he's, that she's the same. That she is both a waitress in Pittsburgh and the stock model. And oh. and, would, and would believe that because Messing said she checked in on it and like. After that, you would assume that is the real person. That picture is actually who that person is, and that they're really okay. awake in Pittsburgh. Yes. I, I assumed that maybe she spoke to her on the phone or something and didn't have a visual confirmation of the picture. No, itself. she said we had CCTV from the restaurant, and it all confirmed. Yeah. <sighs> messing. It's messing with us. <laughs> yeah. So Cho calls the police station to try to get through to her, and whoever answers says... So sorry, everyone here is so sorry we couldn't find Margot for you. And Messing has been particularly broken up that she failed on the case. And, like, she's been so gung-ho since she volunteered to take on this case. He's like, wait, what do you mean volunteered? I was told that she was just randomly assigned to be the lead cop just because. And she's like, no, no, she definitely volunteered. She was eager to take on this case. Okay, that's information maybe police stations shouldn't share, but okay. <laughs> Not only shouldn't, but wouldn't. But, you know, uh, the the uh, desk sergeant was feeling chatty that day. Yeah. 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 And Cho was probably threatening to beat her up, so. <laughs> or him. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so he goes back to the websites that I mentioned before when he was first vetting Deborah Messing. And we see in the article about her charitable works with the ex-cons. So there's a big picture of her in the ex-con group. The guy who confessed is one of those cons from the picture. Oh Damn, son. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Messing is a, is a criminal cop mastermind. <laughs> yeah. So things ain't looking good for Messing. Then all we see next is through the memorial streaming thing, she's at it. She's at the memorial, and Cho and other cops show up, and she's arrested. Yeah. This is getting hot. Yep. So then in police custody in the interrogation room, we see footage of that. She confesses, and so we get the whole story. Her son that she mentioned before that was, like, a little bit of a weirdo was a classmate of Margot's, which we did not know. He was infatuated with her, had been for years, knew loads of things about her, but could never muster the ability to talk to her. So he created Fish and Chips. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. the story about the cancer mother and all that, um, just as a way to become friends with her and have the ability to chat with her. But Margot felt really bad about the money, and he's who she Venmoed the $2,500 to to pay for medical bills that were not true. Oh. So she was trying to be kind. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Margot. Wow. This kid That's this kid this kid cook, cooks up a fake identity just to talk to her cuz he's got a crush on her, right? Yep. And then it ends up she sends him 2500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's a good con. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Okay. But he felt really guilty because that was never his intention. He wants to return oh, the okay. money. Oh, good. Um and <laughs> So he wound up following her to the lake in his own car. And Cho's like, or the cops are like, why wouldn't he just return it at school? And she's like, he's a bit of an oddball. Like, he wouldn't have wanted the attention. He wouldn't have wanted it to be a scene. He wanted to do it privately. He wasn't thinking straight, but he followed her and wanted to confess when they were alone and isolated. Um, Which is creepy, but whatever. So he's the one who got into her car on the passenger side, scared her, got in a scuffle, his blood. 
and she ended up getting out of the car, walking away, and getting really upset, obviously, because she was embarrassed that this all happened, and through just an accident, so we don't see any of this, because there's no footage of any of it, it's just messing, repeating it, that right. she fell off the cliff by the lake, and then the son called messing, who said to do nothing, and she would take care of it, because she would do anything to protect her son, and she takes full rap for it. So... Margot is dead. Well, wait whoa, for whoa, it. Whoa, 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 Ac- according to according to this this confession. Yes. Okay. And yeah, the confession. He, he she said, fell off the cliff. Yeah. She fell off the cliff in the in a heated scuffle argument type situation. And yes. Messing's son is still alive. Yes. What generated the blood? They got in a scuffle in the car. Yeah. Like she okay. hit him or something to get him away from her? Something and like he, that. Like, it was from un- the nose or something? A bit unclear because we don't see it. And yeah, something like that. How and did and did the confession include how the car got in the water? Yep, confession includes everything. So she did that. She did the car, mm-hmm. pushed it in herself. Mm-hmm. She uh, tricked the con. She drugged him. Messing. Yeah, messing. She tricked okay. the ex-con, she drugged him, got him to say whatever, and then, like, the assumption is that she murdered him and it wasn't a suicide. We don't see any of that Jesus again, but Christ, she messing. went wow. yeah, all all in. And okay. the sectors that I mentioned when you were like, why wouldn't you search there? Like, she marked them off on purpose because she knew those were the sectors where she would be. <laughs> yeah, that is. That, I mean, <laughs> the moment she said, don't look over there. I, I, it, <laughs> that, that raised really some good. red flags for all of us, I think. Don't look there. Excuse she me? said it no. in a way where it kind of made sense. I just can't remember exactly what her backstory was. But it was, like, they showed this map, and she, like, marked them off with a Sharpie. It was uh, bold. Don't look there. I'm yeah. a detective. Yeah. And what what exactly is in those areas that she would just, have been seen? She just knows Forest? that that's where the fall was, and she didn't want her to be found. Okay. The fall from the cliff. Yeah. And so okay. then the news is reporting all this. And so we see Cho and Messing and the cops being let off from the memorial. And so we learn that Cho said, are you sure that Margot's dead? Like, did you ever find the body? You know right. that she fell. Yeah, because didn't they dredge the lake? They're not saying she fell in the lake. They're saying she fell off a cliff, like down a rock face. And when Messing, when Messing went there to do this cover-up and put the car in the water and she didn't uh, take the body away yeah did she look for the body then like no the she was like it's, the body. it was so rocky like there was no way i could have walked down there it was late it was in the middle of the night um the train like it was impossible for me just to like go down on foot i would have needed like a whole setup and i didn't so do according it. to her okay. according to her she is taking her son's word for it that that fall happened in that place yes okay and so she's like, and it doesn't even matter because even if she survived the fall, it's been five days. She wouldn't have survived five days without water and then chose like two days. She only would have needed to survive two days. There was a storm. Damn, Cho. Yeah. Okay. Put Do you think someone else would have uh, figured it out too? So they race back to the site. And we see news footage again of rescuers going down the cliffside and hauling up. They find her. We don't see if she's alive or dead yet. She's in one of those, like, basket. Yeah, the body uh, bag helicopter basket, basket on a winch. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, And they bring her up, and Cho rushes over. She does seem to be alive. 
cut to epilogue welcome back to school tomorrow she looks like she, maybe she's in a wheelchair so she's not 100% but she's alive and well and that's the image that he has for her like her icon now for mm -hmm. their chats and uh -huh. we see them texting each other except this time we see it from her side it's her text and she's refreshing her application to a piano conservatory so she's back to her passion of piano she's on good terms with Cho they're like laughing with each other he's teasing her like yeah I know you need to stay home all day like that page isn't going to refresh herself refresh itself and she saves the picture of the two of them from the welcome back school as her background on her computer and he finally says I'm so proud of you mom would be too ah the end he's uh, able to address the mother the late mother now yep now that he almost lost his daughter too yep he's made that notice, emotional breakthrough god damn we <laughs> we we, we kind of stopped making all bing jokes <laughs> the last like the last like 10 minutes because and that story is like really good and <laughs> yeah. i kind of want to see this movie except <laughs> it's spoiled now so i guess I maybe i'll you. still watch it it's a pretty good movie though huh yeah it was really yeah. good yeah this is the best movie you we've ever spoiled um sorry okay. everybody <laughs> I gotta circle back. I gotta. I gotta do a Columbo. One last thing. Um, okay. I, I, it's, I'm back to the lake and the don't look over there um, thing. <laughs> when can't let searched, that one go, huh? I can't. When they searched around the lake and uh, Cho and his brother and the community all went out, they scanned around the lake. Um, they also dredged the lake. Um, and they looked through the woods and in the surrounding lake area for a body. Yep. But they just didn't go to the area where the body was <laughs> because Deborah Messing said, don't look don't there. Don't go there. Yeah, but I think it was like there's like the certain terrain, like it's not possible that it anyone could access it. Mm. So, but isn't, but isn't it at the bottom of a cliff, Deborah Messing? Well, she was playing mind games. Maybe the access games. to the top of the cliff... I can I can kind of see what you're saying, Sam. Like, maybe she was like, "It's not even possible." Like the 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 brush is so thick there that there's no way. Yeah, it was something that, like that. And like, it's such a steep climb to the top of that cliff, and there's only one way to get there, and it's like impossible. So let's not waste our time focusing on that area when there's, you know, this is the chances of her having gone up there are like basically zero. Basically, yeah. But, but, but that's not the, uh, that's not the case. Didn't didn't she and another teenager? quite easily get there <laughs> yeah but maybe yeah, but they, they don't take know her word for yeah. it because she's a detective you see this it, wait, wait, how did they go to why did they go to a top of a cliff it was just lake jacent they don't i don't think they ascend it's just the lake is high altitude she she drives out to the lake he follows her in his own car <laughs> they get to the lake he gets out of his car and accosts her, even gets in her car with her. Yeah. There's a scuffle. Some blood is generated. He, he gives her the $2,500 back, which is why it's in the car. Yeah. They she both get out it. of the, She doesn't take it. They both get out of the car. She maybe is like, get away from me, starts running away or walking away. He follows her. Yeah, so the top yes. of the cliff is the same level as the lake. They don't climb. It's just fall. So it's pretty easy to get. So it's pretty easy to get to. Then. It's a I mean, Jeremy, to you're talking about like this. You're talking about this like we're we're not with you, but we are with you. It's just that apparently Messing was able to sell it to the search party. 
yeah that's my, yeah I, I am gonna see this movie and i'm really drilling down on that element <laughs> of it <laughs> i look forward to your report on what i may have missed yep um i'm gonna watch the movie and then i'm gonna do some research on bing Now my heart is breaking, but I just keep on saying... 